1: Welcome to Dilly Ding, Dilly Dong, the Leicester Mercury's Leicester City podcast. I'm Rob Tanner, Leicester City correspondent. Joining me today is Jordan Blackwell and we're going to be reflecting on all the news. Coming out of the King Power Stadium and the the relegation battle is getting more serious by the game, Jordan, isn't it, after the defeat to Man United? What did you make of that defeat? Um, I thought Leicester did okay for the first 40 minutes up to the goal.
0: Um, They didn't really create a lot of opportunities but again they didn't really allow Manchester United to create that much but as soon as that goal went in you you could almost see the confidence drain out of them uh, and from there Manchester United were fairly comfortable, they seemed to get into their flow a little bit more in the second half they, they controlled the game really and although Leicester attempted to create things they never really looked like they were going, going to score so um, yeah I think it, it it was it was the the first goal that was key, and I think that's where Leicester struggled. They've not they've not scored the first goal of the game that often this season, and it looks like it's really affecting them. Every time they do concede that that
1: opening goal, I think the stat is that whenever they score the first goal, they don't lose. But they've lost a lot of goals this, uh, games this season so that would uh, obviously highlight the fact that they're not scoring early doors and and to be fair I, I agree I thought they worked particularly hard in the first 40 minutes tried to close down United but I always felt United looked more likely to score I think City just created the one opportunity and I don't know if it's a, a symptom of the lack of confidence in some of the players but uh, Jamie Vida played a super, superb pass through for uh, Abic Musa and uh, he just wouldn't pull the trigger on his left foot mm-hmm. he just didn't seem to have the confidence to do so and it's got to be... Uh, a real concern for Ranieri now. It's not so much that they're missing chances; it's that they're not creating them now. And uh, and if you combine that with the fact that City are conceding some really soft, sloppy goals, Robert Hoof and Christian Fuchs had particularly torrid times. I felt there. It's uh, it is a recipe for uh, a big problem for Ranieri. And uh, there was a lot of um, speculation going into the game, wasn't there, about you know about a bit of um, unrest within the camp. Claudio not. Um, talking to or not conferring with his backroom team as much as he did last season some of the players feeling a bit disillusioned with life at the moment and uh, a bit confused about what Claudio's doing in the tactics there was even uh, a suggestion that he changed to a uh, back 3 just 2 hours before the Copenhagen game away in Copenhagen so you know if he is doing that then that's going to cause a lot of confusion we have seen some of the players at the time looking a bit baffled on the pitch but uh, They've, in the last few games though they've gone back to that traditional 4-4-2 but it still isn't working. What can they do to turn it around? Um it's a very difficult very difficult question to answer because I,
0: it's fairly clear that the players are more comfortable playing 4-4-2 at least in that formation there's um, there's less confusion on the pitch. Um, I think really what they need to do to I, I don't think 4-4-2 will win them games. That's the only problem. I think the best formation for Leicester to go with for the time being would be a four-five-one, a um, and maybe put Mendy in between the the back four and and the the midfield four. I think Leicester have conceded a lot of goals this season. We saw it with Ibrahimovic's goal uh, on Sunday. That um, have conceded a lot of goals where crosses have gone in between the defence and the midfield. Because Leicester's defence moves quite deep when they're when they're defending crosses, but there's always seems to be a little gap. Sort of on the edge of the area where the defenders aren't, the midfielders aren't getting back um, quick quickly enough. Um, and I think that's a real weak spot for Leicester. But if you put a, a defensive midfielder in there, th- someone like Mendy who will sit and mop up and things like that, maybe that could um, change that situation. I th- also think putting an extra midfielder in there might help Leicester keep the ball a little bit more, which is what they need. Um, they're not the the counter attack isn't working as well as as last season, no way near as well. Uh, and I feel Leicester are a bit too quick to pump it forward for Jamie Vardy, um, who's clearly not in in the same form as, as last season either. And I don't think that's working. So more possession is needed, and I think an extra midfielder might help with that. I think Slimani's return could could help if he was to, to play up front as the as the lone striker. I think. Um, if Mares and Albrighton or Damari Gray who I thought was pretty good uh, when he came on on Sunday um, those sorts of players can get into positions and they can provide some money with with some decent crosses, I think he's shown in the few games he's played so far that he can
1: he can get some goals. I think more importantly than uh, tactical changes has got to be a change of attitude. I think I mean I think the statistics uh, last season about Leicester City outworking sides they did work incredibly hard and teams couldn't match them for that work rate and that led to a lot of their success. But the stats this season have been very different, haven't they, Jordan? About terms of the work rate and, the, and yards and miles covered. Yes, I think there's been you know a lot of mate a lot of it was made last season when you know, the
0: amount of distance covered and Leicester always seemed to top those um statistics and particularly with the tackles made. I know that um obviously Ngolo Kante made a lot of those tackles but even so the team as a whole made a lot. Whereas we saw um so like last Tuesday for example when Leicester played Burnley, Leicester as a team made eight tackles, whereas Ngolo Kante made fourteen mm. in one game for Chelsea against Liverpool. Um and I think that's you know that's that's part of the work, rate. If you if you're working hard, you'll get in you'll get opportunities to make tackles and and press higher up the pitch. Um, it's quite it's not the be all and end all. Make it running more than the, your opponent, but I think for a team like Leicester, who perhaps lack a little, uh, perhaps lack quality compared to some of their opponents, it is um, it is, is extremely important. So when they're playing the the top teams, the teams like Manchester United. They they have to outwork them um, against other teams around them. It's probably not probably quality on the ball is more important, but um, certainly I would agree. I think there's clearly not been
1: quite the same effort uh, as we saw last season. Oh, obviously, comparisons are going to be made with the uh, the side from two years ago. Now that side didn't possess that squad didn't possess the quality I felt that this squad's got now, and it certainly didn't have the experience of uh, competing in the Premier League for three seasons now. But there was something about that team that you always had belief that they could, even when they were bottom of the table for so long, they were, they were fighting and playing for the manager, they were playing for each other, they were united now. It it se- doesn't quite seem the same now, and that concerns me. Whilst that the players individually might be better than they were two years ago, there doesn't seem to be that same spirit in them. Who knows, though, it might turn a corner, we saw Casper Schmeichel's... Uh, interview with Sky after the game on on Sunday and he was very forthright in what he said there about uh, it being embarrassment and everybody at the club from top to bottom having to step up to the plate because if they carry on like this they're going to get relegated. It seemed to me like Casper was trying to send a message out to everybody else around the club to galvanise them to bring them all together to say look this is the reality of the situation forget being champions. You know, the reality is we are now in one hell of a relegation bunfight with two points covering six teams and a trip to Swansea to come on Sunday. Yeah, I think maybe there's been a realization uh, among the players
0: that Leicester are in a relegation fight. Maybe, and I, 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 think most of the fans will probably have thought this way at the start of the season that no matter even if Leicester didn't perform as well as they did last season, they'd still be comfortable finishes in sort of twelfth or thirteenth even. Uh, maybe the players thought similar and thought they could look to the Champions League and focus on those sorts of games, um, and they wouldn't have to perform as well and still be fine in the in the league. I think over the past few games, particularly with with being unable to score and the you know the late defeat at, at Burnley and all these sort of factors coming in, I think there's been a realisation that no matter how um, well, they play. They they can't seem to get a win, and it, you know the confidence is is draining out of them. And they are in a relegation battle. Uh, it seems like going by the other players' comments as well. Uh, the likes of Damari Gray and Christian Fuchs and Wes Morgan have also been speaking, and while well, they're fairly insistent that the, you know the squad is is united. There seems to be an impression that they know they they are really in trouble, um, and. Hopefully, Casper Schmeichel's. I mean, he was very, very strong comments. Hopefully, they will affect the squad, and they'll, they'll. Turn up the effort a little bit and turn up the the quality, and we'll see some improved
1: performances. Yeah, he is a leader, but we, and we do need the leaders, and they do need their star men to start performing. I mean, Riyad Mahrez was a big concern for me. He hasn't performed anywhere near the level we expect from him, and he looked disinterested for large parts of the game uh, against United, and even at Burnley last week. I thought, except for a ten minute spell in the second half where he came to life, and and he did create something for City. He was the man that looked like he was going to unlock that Clarence defense. He disappeared again. So the city need a spark from somewhere. Let's hope it's going to come from the FA Cup. I mean, people put the FA Cup in the in the cupboard really in terms of importance, but um, it's now taken on extra importance for me tomorrow because if they win against Derby, a bit of belief comes back into them. And okay, we don't want the extra games so much in the in the cup, but. You know, it can be winning is a, it's all about momentum. And if they can get a win ahead of the Swansea game, then go to Swansea and get a result, then they have suddenly got a bit of momentum again.
0: Yes, uh, I also th- I would probably look at it from a, a, a more negative point of view and say that a defeat uh, against Derby would make things worse. Not necessarily that a win would make things better, but I think losing to uh, a local rival who are in the division below um, really. Would just be another blow to to City's confidence. Um, although that depends on the the team selection. I would say I think there is a possibility, given how given how crucial the game at Swansea is, I feel like Ranieri might choose players that we won't see on Sunday. The likes of Bartosz Kapuska and Johan Ben-Luan, um maybe might get run outs for the first time uh, this season. Um, so that'll be interesting. But I think if the first team play and don't get a result. Um, I think that would be a, a massive, massive blow ahead of Sunday.
1: Well, I hope he, he feels the strongest side possible. Uh, I, I can't, I can't see any point in holding people back now. You have got to pick your strongest team, and go with it. You got to get play yourself back into form. I mean, I can, I can. Exp- there might be a couple of changes. Uh, Slomani certainly won't play. He said that um, he wouldn't risk him in the FA Cup with Swansea in mind. But uh, now, I, I hope we uh, we do, do see a strong City side and they do go for it um, tomorrow night. Molu Mola Wagui. Well, we I've got to the bottom of how to pronounce <laughs> I, that. I'm I'm still sticking with Mola Wagway. But Wagway. Well, he played in the under twenty threes last night. Yep. He wasn't involved against Man United, so um, perhaps he can come in and, and uh, get a feel for it, a taste for it, because they might need him. Because Robert Hoof is is struggling desperately. Oh, well, I don't. I don't think he's able to play against Derby. Oh right. Uh, I think there's uh, there's a rule saying that
0: uh, to play in a replay, you have to have been registered. Before Ah. the original fixture, which uh, he wasn't quite ready for. uh, Well, there's
1: no Moller then, but you can carry on playing in the (laughs) under-23s for a while. Uh, Right, so, um, yes, we've got a press conference this afternoon. Claudio Enieri will be meeting with the the media. There'll be lots of difficult questions I can imagine that Claudio will have to... uh deal with his press conference last week was, um, was a little bit more strange and tense than we've seen in, in the past so uh, you know, there'll be lots of questions again I imagine about his own future um, but uh, we'll certainly bring you all the uh, reaction on the Mercury website and on our Facebook page as well uh, so tune in next time as well for the podcast when we look forward to the Swansea game what a massive game that is